are Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Tuesday, December 21st. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at TalkinHockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Also, I just created a Facebook page, Lockdown Blackhawks. Go look it up on Facebook and give it a like if you want daily Blackhawks con- content. And, and same with Instagram, if you want uh, Blackhawks content and little snippets of the show on your Instagram feed, then go check out Lockdown Blackhawks. Blackhawks on Instagram now as well. And if you like what you're hearing today, then please be sure to go and follow the podcast. You can also go and leave me a review if you want to as well. That's all for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. It's all for free. And if you go and follow the show right now, then you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. All right, what's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks and for making the show your first listen here today. Sadly, a bit of a somber episode coming up, folks. I'm not going to lie to you as the NHL season has now officially been paused through Christmas Day starting tomorrow. So what that means for the Blackhawks is their game on Thursday against the Dallas Stars has now been postponed as well. And also, the NHL reportedly has opted out of the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing, which I think a lot of people saw that coming at this point. Um, But more bad news across the NHL slate. No games for the rest of the week. No NHL players in the Olympics. But on the bright side, in the Blackhawks' final practice before the Christmas shutdown, forwards Henrik Borgstrom and Jujar Kara were both back on the ice this morning. So there is a little bit of positive news coming up on the show today. Uh, I'll discuss all of that and plenty more right here on Lockdown Blackhawks. But to start things off today, folks, let's get into all the latest news on the NHL deciding to officially pause their season. Starts tomorrow. There is only uh, one game still left scheduled for tonight. It's Tampa Bay and Vegas, I believe, at uh, 9 o'clock out on the West Coast. But after that, no NHL activity through December 26th. And this pause actually was um, something I mentioned on Twitter probably about a week ago now. And A lot of people, you know, laughed at that idea and and thought there was no way that the NHL was going to go that route, but here we are. And look, you know, even when I made that tweet, though, um, I even admitted that, hey, I'm not sure that this is the best way to go about it, and no one can really say for sure what's going to be the most effective method or the best solution to what's going on right now because no one can predict what's going to happen in the future. Um, but just with the way that the outbreaks were continuing to pop up left and right, you know, most teams across the NHL were dealing with some sort of cases. Uh, the Blackhawks just fortunately ha- haven't had it all that bad themselves as of late other than Calvin DeHaan being in COVID protocol. Uh, but I saw this today on Twitter, this statistic. Uh, according to Frank Saravalli of TSN, as of today, 18% of NHL rosters are in COVID protocol, with 24 of the 32 teams having at least one case at the moment. So, 
I just thought that with the way cases were obviously increasing pretty rapidly, I had a pretty good feeling that um, a pause was going to be coming at some point here in the new in the near future. Whether it be the most effective effective method or not, I think we can all, you know, hopefully agree that it does make some sense here to give the teams, you know, some times away from each other. Hopefully that will help with the mass spreading that's going on right now. Uh, and then they also, you know, don't have to worry about travel or, or practice or games in the next couple of days, especially with the Blackhawks just having a, a circumstance recently where uh, their, their last game, or not their last game, the game on Friday night against the Nashville Predators, Nashville had eight guys and eight players and a majority of their coaching staff, all of their NHL coaches, in COVID protocol, so... That was a pretty big risk for the Blackhawks having to go up against that team uh, that's clearly going through an outbreak at the moment. Um, so I think it just made made sense to avoid those situations for a couple of days, especially with Christmas right around the corner. I mean, there was going to be a mini pause there anyway, so I think it just makes sense to extend that uh, a couple of days here. And, and like I said earlier, you know, who, who knows if this is going to help at all in the long term. I mean, we are in month what? 20 or, or 21 now since COVID first reached North America back in March of 2020, and we're still having to deal with this. So, um, you know, who knows if, if this is going to be the right decision because we very well could continue to um, just have to deal with COVID, just could be part of our lives for the foreseeable future, unfortunately. Um, but I think the timing with everything, I, I think it just makes a lot of sense to try and get the number of cases down. And this decision, by the way, one thing I wanted to bring up as well, um, this was a decision that was made by both the NHL and the NHLPA. The players themselves had a say in the matter here, um, and they agreed that it was best to shut things down for a couple of extra days. So I know there's some people out there who are listening to this and saying, you know, that's blasphemy that the NHL is uh, shutting down play right now. But before you go and take to Twitter and go nuts... Um, just know that the players, this is what they wanted. This is the path that they chose as well. And ultimately, <laughs> the players are the ones who are risking the most here in this situation. So I think it was only fair and was absolutely the correct route for the NHL to go about making this decision, making uh, the players part of the collective choice. One thing I also wanted to be sure to mention uh, is a couple of changes that the NHL has recently made to COVID protocol once the season does resume resume in the near future. Um, for the players who test positive for COVID-19, depending on where the test occurs, that will decide how long the isolation period needs to be. Up in Canada, they still require a full 14-day isolation after a positive test, regardless of the situation. But in the United States... If a player tests positive but does not show any symptoms, he will be able to return after providing back-to-back -back negative tests. Kind of like what the NHL, or the NFL has gone to, excuse me, I believe. Um, so, that could help, you know, if the players aren't showing any system symptoms, they feel fine. Even though they are testing positive, they might be able to play if they're uh, capable of providing those back-to-back negative test before uh, suiting up for a game. 
And if if they do show symptoms, though, uh, after testing positive for the virus, then a full 10-day quarantine will still be needed. That's uh, the standard by the American government at the moment. Ah, sorry, quick drink of agua. Um, but also, one, one thing that the NHL changed as well is that um, after a player tests positive for the virus, they will not be tested for the next 90 days following that. Instead of uh, the daily testing that all the rest of the players are subject to go through. Whether that's a smart decision or not, you know, it kind of seems weird to me. But, you know, what do I know? I'm no doctor. Um, but I definitely think that's uh, going to drive down the amount of cases in the league for sure. Because, you know, if, if the players who are just positive for COVID-19, a.k.a. 18% of the league at the moment, um, if they're not being tested for the next three months, that's definitely going to drive down the amount of cases. Uh, I don't know if that's actually going to be a solution or I don't know. Who knows? No one does. Um, But as for how this all affects the Blackhawks, well, today they actually held their final practice of the week, which I'll have plenty more on later in the show. But today was their final practice until December 27th as of right now. Who, who knows what's going to happen with the scheduling in the next couple of days. But um, of course, as I mentioned not too long ago. The game on Thursday against the Dallas Stars will not be held that day and will be postponed to a later date, along with the matchups against the Calgary Flames and the Florida Panthers. Three games now that the Blackhawks have to make up at some point later on in the season. Um, But even the Hawks games next week against Columbus, Nashville, and Calgary, all three of those teams are currently dealing with outbreaks. So, There could possibly be even more cancellations coming, sadly, for the Blackhawks. Hopefully that won't be the case. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I'm knocking on wood. Um, But that is definitely something worth keeping an eye on over the Christmas pause from the NHL. All right, there is the latest on the shutdown starting tomorrow through December 26th in the NHL. Coming up in just a moment, I'm going to talk about the NHL also opting out of the 2022 Beijing Olympics. But first, I need to talk to you all about Boost Mobile. You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge and you switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to all the latest episodes. The power of three unlimited data lines for just 30 bucks a month per line. So your family can harness all that brain power too. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks. So you can do it all at the speed of 5G. And with all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful can you become? Switch to Boost Mobile right now and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks right now. More power to save. Boost Mobile. Free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offer slash coverage is not available everywhere or for all phone slash networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. Welcome back to Locked On Blackhawks. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Moving on into segment two for today, more bad news, unfortunately, folks, as earlier this afternoon, not only did the NHL announce a pause of their season, but they also reportedly decided to opt out of the 2022 Beijing Olympics in February, according to a report from The Athletic and TSN. The NHL hasn't actually made anything official just yet, but they are expected to make a formal announcement here in the next couple of days. 
But this sadly has kind of become a growing reality in the past couple of weeks with all the COVID outbreaks and cases booming once again across North America. Um, and, and the NHL actually had until January 10th before making a final decision, but um, with what's been going on across the league, I think they had already seen enough to know that um, the Olympics just wasn't going to be possible, sadly. There just simply was too much of a risk as much as it sucks. It's such a big bummer. Um, So the second straight Winter Olympics that the NHL players will not be taking part in, that's definitely a huge bummer. And you certainly feel for Blackhawks players like Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taze, Seth Jones, Alex Dabrinkit, and, you know, all the other guys that could have had a chance to represent their countries in February. And Taze and Kane both spoke about the situation earlier this afternoon following practice. Kane talked about how, um, you know, with him being 33 years old now, there there may not be many more opportunities for him to try and get a gold medal. Isn't that crazy to think about? That just made me feel really old there for a second. Patrick Kane's running out of gold medal opportunities. Oh my goodness. Time flies. Um, and he said, you know, it would have been obviously fun to go over there and get everyone back together for uh, another tournament, especially with an, a new wave for USA Hockey. There's been a, a huge boom in American-born NHL players since the last time uh, that the NHL players had taken part in the Winter Olympics. But Kaner also talked about how, you know, with everything going on, it, it probably wasn't a smart, wouldn't, it probably would not have been smart for them to go over there. And even if they had, it probably wouldn't have been a true Olympic experience. He said it, it probably wouldn't have been anything like Vancouver was back in 2010 with having to be in the bubble and everything and not being able to go out and enjoy the city and enjoy Beijing, you know, that that would kind of take away from the experience. So I think all the players, you know, probably knew that things were heading in this direction. And Jonathan, that's what Jonathan Taze kind of spoke about during his presser. Um, Johnny said, you know, this was probably the right way to go about it with players putting their own health and their family's health above all else. So, yeah, probably not too shocking of a decision here today that the NHL will reportedly not be taking part in the Beijing Olympics, although it undoubtedly sucks. I mean, gosh, those 2010 Olympics will, I think, forever have a place in my memory. I'll never forget where I was watching Patrick Kane spin around, fire that puck on net, and Zach Parise backhanding it in to tie the gold medal game 2-2 two to two with less than a minute to go in the third period. I remember me and my mom jumping all around, going nuts, because Kaner was the one to make that play happen, right? He's the one who got the puck in the slot and made the nice move to get the puck on net, and uh, Parise nearly jumped through the glass in that celebration, right? I mean, oh, that was awesome. I loved it in Vancouver. The goal horn I thought was awesome. And even though Canada won, Sidney Crosby, the best player in the world at that time, um, with the gold medal goal, I thought was so fitting. And even though it hurt to see the United States come away with the silver medal, uh, it, it was a pretty cool moment watching a young Sidney Crosby at that time cap it off for Team Canada. So yeah, it really sucks, obviously, that the NHL players won't be there once again. Uh, as I said, no official statement 
has been made by the NHL as of this point, but a formal announcement is expected to be made in the coming days. Alright, there are the latest updates on the NHL reportedly opting out of the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing. Coming up in just a minute, I will discuss everything that took place at Blackhawks practice this morning. Wow, that was terrible. Before the holiday break. But first, I need to talk to you all about BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. BetOnline has you covered all season on more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football season in the NFL and NCAA continues to march towards the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head on over to our new updated desktop or mobile website and sign up today and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKDOWN, one word in all caps, to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, the NHL, NBA, boxing and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports sign up today and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just use our promo code lockdown that's one word in all caps to receive your bonus bet online your online sportsbook experts All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, getting into segment three today. (laughs) After all the bad news that I've already talked about on the show, on the bright side, I do still have a couple of positives to discuss for the Chicago Blackhawks, as this morning for their final practice session before the Christmas break, both Jujar Kara and Henrik Borgstrom were back on the ice to take part in drills and everything. Uh, First, I got to start with Kara here because... The last time we saw him on the ice, oh boy, was a scary situation that occurred a couple of weeks back at the UC. Kara took a bad hit up high from Rangers defenseman Jacob Truba. Still not sure how there wasn't a penalty on the play for that, let alone a suspension. Um, And after Truba made contact with Kara, it looked like uh, it appeared that Kara went unconscious when he was falling and the stretcher needed to be brought out. Kara was immediately taken to the hospital as well. Just a real scary situation. Fortunately, we we did have a lot of positive updates in the following days um, after that game against New York on Kara's status. But with that being, you know, just the latest concussion for Kara, he suffered several already throughout his professional career. With that being the latest one and it looking to be pretty darn severe, I I really did not think that he was going to be back on the ice so soon. I thought this could have been potentially an absence extending well into 2022. But I guess Kara's been feeling good enough as of late to uh, return to the ice and join his teammates for practice. One thing I liked hearing, though, definitely from Derek King this afternoon, um, when he was talking with the media on the situation with Kara, he said that, um, they're going to take it super easy with him. They're they're not going to be throwing him right into the fire or anything, and they want to make sure he's 110%, not just 100%, 110% ready to return 
whenever that time comes. So um, that that definitely made me feel a lot better about this decision for Kara to already return to the ice, even though that situation against the Rangers occurred only two weeks ago. I can't believe it's only a two-week absence for Kara off the ice, but um, that that is all because of good news and and positive progression, which you love to see after a situation like that occurred. And getting into Borgstrom, um, he's been out for the past, what, over a week now, with that non-COVID-related illness. And this is actually his second extended absence already this season due to an illness. The first one was uh, because he was in COVID protocol for a couple of weeks after a positive test. So just a couple of bad breaks for Borgie here in his first season with Chicago so far. But it was great to see him back on the ice for practice this morning as well. Um, And if those two, you know, if... They're able to return to the lineup after the break. Obviously, there's no rush. I'm not trying to put a a timeline or anything. You know, who knows if Borgstrom's able to go against Columbus or Nashville or uh, if Kara's even ready to return next week. You know, as King said, this is going to be a slow, winded-up process. Um, But whenever that time may come, the Blackhawks are going to have a decision to make with their active roster because. With Curtis Gabriel and Brett Connolly both up at the NHL level at the moment, Connolly is serving a four-game suspension, Um, but once Borgstrom and Kara are able to return, that would give the Blackhawks 15 forwards, so gotta assume that one of Gabriel or Connolly would be heading back down to the AHL when both those guys are back to 100% healthy. That's a decision for a couple of weeks in the future, but um, just something else to consider once the season pick, picks back up on uh, December 26th because it's going to be a, a pretty quiet next couple of days in terms of Blackhawks news. One last thing I had to mention on the show here today, folks. Um, the Blackhawks announced yesterday afternoon that defenseman Calvin DeHaan had officially been placed in COVID-19 protocol, which I found to be a little bit interesting because uh, both the games over the weekend that DeHaan missed, Friday against Nashville and Saturday against Dallas, both he was out with a non-COVID-related illness. So, not really sure how that wound up uh, leading to him being in COVID protocol now. Um, But regardless, the Hawks have... Their first player in COVID protocol at the moment, joining uh, 23 other teams who are in the same boat. Fortunately, it doesn't seem like an outbreak has occurred or anything with the Hawks because all their other players were on the ice for practice this morning. And King also said that um, the team has been rather careful with the situation and with Calvin DeHaan, making sure uh, he's away from the team and making sure they're keeping everything separated and everything. So... Uh, It sounds like that is the only COVID situation that the Blackhawks are dealing with. Calvin DeHaan's in COVID protocol, the lone player for the Hawks as we head into the Christmas break. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Tuesday, December 21st's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Thank you for tuning into the show and be sure to go and follow the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app and you can get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, be sure to go and check out the Lockdown Bets podcast, which is hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. 
You can get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day by simply following the Lockdown Bets podcast. It's free and available on all platforms, so be sure to check out Lockdown Bets right now wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can go and catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or you can also go check out my Strictly Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And for any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can also hit me on one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.